Well, hello and welcome to the DC United Kingdom podcast. This is season three and believe it or not, it's episode nine and I am your host, James Graham. Uh, you might see me just wiggling around the uh, the camera streams just there, but you know, it happens. This is live. Technical issues do happen, but we're here. We're on. And I am your host, James Graham. As you'll see alongside me, I have got a friendly face over to my left, right. I don't know. I, I get confused because I'm looking at myself and this happens. Um, but it's Daniel Wise. Welcome back to the show. How are you? Hey, I'm doing well, James. Uh, you know, as pessimistic as I was yesterday <laughs> or last episode, uh, coming out of this week, I'm surprisingly not so pessimistic about how things turned out. <laughs> Obviously, the the uh, Columbus game um, was uh, not the result we wanted. Uh, <laughs> it was the result I kind of expected. Um, but, you know, it's one of those games where the scoreline um, really kind of uh, hid what actually happened or didn't necessarily reflect what actually happened in the game. Um, yeah. For for the most part, I think what we saw was what we've been seeing from both Columbus and DC United. I think we we sort of thought that it was going to be one of those games that was going to sort of grind out um, between a, a team with a very aggressive, high pressing defense and a team yes. that was very uh, happy to kind of sit back despite you know their their wealth of weapons and options, um, but. Yeah. Ultimately, I think what happened is, um, you know, those those weapons remained a threat and uh, stayed in the in the heads of of the defense. And, and thus, you know, we we, um, you know, despite despite, you know, our best efforts, we we fell uh, three to one in that game. So, um, yes. yeah, you know, I, how, how are you feeling after that one? Um, surprisingly, OK, Um yeah, it was one of those games where it was just, yes, we got beat, but there was a lot of positives I took from that game. And I'm sure we will get into that in a moment because I don't want to spoil too much too soon. Um, but I just want to announce for the first time ever, we're not only live on YouTube, we're live on Twitter and we're live on Twitch as well. So go and check that out. Um, if you haven't already, um, if you found us on Twitter, you've probably seen us now. That's great. Thank you for tuning in. Um, it's great to see um, some people actually tuning in already live. Um, Stu has already com commented saying, evening humans. Um, evening Stu, how are you? Um, it's great to see you're back on this. I, I missed you in the last episode. And I love your interaction. Um, just another comment just come in. Tim Woods lost and scored three goals. I mean... We did score three goals. I mean, what can you say? Um, I mean, granted, two of those goals weren't in the right net, but there we go. These things happen. Um, I just want to touch on, first and foremost, though, as we did on the last episode, our score predictions from, the, from that game. Um, your pessimism was rewarded. And that really, really grinds my gears. You know, and, and <laughs> the fact is, it's not necessarily pessimism. It's it's sort of, I mean, that's the trend. Um, you know, the the uh, three or four um, 
trips that I took to Columbus, um, we more or less got humiliated uh, every yeah. time. That, so so <laughs> we still got humiliated. <laughs> um, but like I said, you know, I think, you know, you take away those own goals. Um, yeah it would have been a less humiliating uh, uh, result from that. On paper, yeah, it was not a great result. But for those who watched the game and actually took full interest in the game, I think they'll see that it wasn't a humiliation. I mean, their first their first goal wasn't shouldn't have happened, but there we go. But just quickly back to that score predictions. So you yeah. predicted last week um, that we would get beat 2-0. Um, so you didn't get the scoreline correct, but you got the result right. So you get one point. You get the first point in our prediction league. So you're in the lead because I that predicted... Is, that, is, that is not something I'm proud of after, after <laughs> that. I mean, I predicted a 2-0 win because, you know, I'm Mr. Optimistic. But um, there you go. It's one of those things... Um, I mean, I'll probably end up predicting a win every single week. Um, we'll see how that goes and see whether I win this league and not have to wear a uh, Metro Stars jersey because I don't want to do that. <laughs> well, I really and, don't want to do that. And for me, with the Spurs jersey, like yes. that is absolutely <laughs> nowhere I want to be. Uh, <laughs> and and like I said, you know, at, at a certain point, if it, you know, being that I, I do view this season a little more pessimistic than you do. Yep. If I end up wearing that Spurs jersey, I would say that's a good thing overall in terms of DC oh, United yeah. season. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think if we, if we end up in the playoffs and you're wearing that Spurs jersey, I don't think anyone could argue too much, could they? Absolutely not. No. So it'll, it'll be bittersweet. No, absolutely. Um, right. Shall we go through... A few of the stats from that game um, that we just had against the crew, obviously, that we got burnt by. For sure. Um, so, in stats-wise, uh, possession, it was 45 to 55 in our favour. Uh, shots, they had nine shots on goal to our 11. So, we beat them on that aspect. They did have three shots on target, and we had two on target. Now, it doesn't mean that they scored three goals themselves. That just means that we saved two efforts. Um, expected goals though theirs was only 0.4 and ours was 1.1 so on that aspect if you rounded it to the nearest number we should have won that 1-0 and and really what it came down to and I think that was part of the conversation at the end of the game uh, I I believe Losada said something along the lines of you know this was one of those games where uh, in an impact moment uh, that included a you know something from an impact player uh, mm-hmm. would would be the deciding point in that game and and to a degree that's what happened uh, yeah. and 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 as disappointing as that is you know it, it uh, I, I think you know uh, Zalarian as as you know as as much as we probably disagree about that call. And um, yeah. he, he still has to put it in the net. And, you know, we, for, for the most part, we had a couple shots as well um, yeah. where our number 10 did not quite step up uh, to the low, but that, that rocket uh, was, was textbook, you know, training ground 
free kick. Um, Very aggressive rise to it with the real steep dip. Um, Chris, uh, you know, he, he stretched, he went the distance for that one, but uh, that was just one of those. I mean, you know, that's one of those uh, shots that I think even, you know, premier league keepers (laughs) sweat about from time to time. So Yeah. yeah, that, that was a nightmare uh, set piece to face. Yeah. Now um, I remember looking at, well, remember tweeting about the fact that side should have done better with that. But then when you look back at the replays, I mean, Chris sides was really close to his post. Um, yeah. It could have shuffled a couple of steps over to the side, but it was, I mean, there was a nice bit of curl and it. Right, there was a nice bit of dip on that free kick. But that decision, that uh, that referee Silvio, Silvio Petrescu, um, I always call it Petrescu because of the <laughs> former Chelsea player Dan Petrescu, um, but he had a shocker of a game. And I'm not just saying that just because of that call um, and the lack of advantages that he would not play. Um, but he also got things like, I don't understand why he booked Bradley Wright Phillips, for example. That was a bit of a strange decision. Um but he had a really, really bad game. There's 29 fouls he gave in total. So one roughly yeah. every three minutes. So again, a very stop-start game, which we've seen in pretty much every single game that we've had. And I don't want to say that it's our style of play because it could be. We, we're, we're playing more aggressively these days. The San but- Diego game... <laughs> call back to <laughs> yes call back to uh, the first one we, we we did i mean that one was probably the best game in in terms of the flow and in terms of yes. yeah. the lack of calls yeah. uh in that so you know it gosh I, I don't know what needs to happen but you know there needs to be some consistency there yeah definitely and i just think that's down to the standard of mls referee and i think everybody can agree on that one doesn't matter what team you support the standard of refereeing in this league could be improved and i'm putting that nicely because yeah um other little things that we had in that game so yes we had another injury thanks to joseph mora getting injured in the warm-up god knows how he done that one um that left us with three outfield players on bench um the shields kamara and who was the other one? Remind me. Uh, oh, man, I am bringing that up. And Oh, I mean, John Kempen was the keeper who didn't come on, but it was to Shields. Uh, Martins. That was it, Felipe. Felipe, yeah. <laughs> yes, yeah, because he came on at around the 60th minute, I think it was. Um, and, and, and that was fair, mostly, uh, oh, sorry about that. That's right. I was just going to say, mostly he did he did quite all right again for the second game in a row. But hopefully he'll be starting in the in the game coming up. But um, what did you think of the uh, players who came in off the bench? Well, yeah, you know, so that's sort of the thing. Uh, you know, Felipe came in, I think, uh, well enough uh, for for a player who was a little bit out of his element, playing yeah. the more center back uh, with with Andy Nahar. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, I, I, how do you play that? Because we we um, we were left kind of yeah again just just with nothing in this game um if i can get back to the lineup here uh where we had uh perez adrian perez 
on, yes. on that left wing. Um, you know, first, first start 25 years old and, and, um, yeah, I don't know. That is a tough position to get thrown out into, um, especially when you're trying to service uh, uh, Flores and Assad. And you know, uh, yep. how do you do that? Yeah, I mean that's. I mean it's a tough, um, tough break for him in his first MLS start for us as well because that yeah. was just. But to be fair to him, um, he didn't look bad because uh, I don't remember him doing anything really, really poor or anything like that. And then when we had um, the passing network on our notes on the last show, so we've got it up again on here, um, playing a heck of a lot further forward than uh, Maura did. Um, so yeah. that was, that's good to see. Um, and you see um, Briant is the most uh, defensive player, which doesn't surprise me considering his uh, lack of pace. Yeah. Um, and it's it's interesting you look at uh you know it, it seems as though uh Perez was was very much more kind of in line feeding it to Assad and and not necessarily mm. going for those you know whatever uh you know and again first time start for Kamari Smith um yes. you know I, I don't know uh, it, it just doesn't seem like you know maybe maybe just a couple of link ups here and there but uh you know i i don't know i think that's just sort of an experience maybe not being able to find those those places where you can kind of like a incisive pass yeah and, and pick out a, a forward player but um you know he, yeah i think i think another line that losada had was that you know a lot of these players came in, you know, knowing that their roles would be as, you know, an extra set of wheels, uh, just the fill in reserve or, you know, super sub types. And, you know, now they are getting deep looks at, at these games, you know, uh, some of them are, are getting the 75 minutes plus, uh, that necessarily, they they weren't really (laughs) expecting going into this season, but, um, you, you have to give props to them for, for stepping up to that. Yeah, absolutely. You just who would have thought that at the start of this season for Lasada's reign that we would be sitting here with 13, 14 players out injured right now. You'd think that we'd have had players back. We'd have, I mean, to be fair, we weren't expecting to have Ariola back just yet. So the fact that he's out injured at the moment isn't the end of the world. He's someone we weren't expecting there. Yeah. Um, but Pines, you think we would hope to have playing because I think he got injured after Lasada had come in. Mm-hmm. Sorga, um, obviously Mora now. And it's just it's just building up. And you gotta think, where does this end for us? Where when do we start actually getting players back and not keep losing players? Because right now we're gonna have to start getting these short-term replacements in as emergencies because we're at that point where we can invoke that rule. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, Loudon United, I obviously, uh, not, you don't, you, you don't really want to be dipping into that level of reserves, um, all that much. Um, because I mean, you're talking about like, those are, you know, talking about extra set of wheels, those players are like probably the extra set of wheels in maybe a year or two. And, uh, all things considered, that is, that is a really tough situation to find yourself in. Um, in, in to a degree, I will, I will say, um, 
I will say I'm feeling less pessimistic about this because you look at the system that Losada is putting forth and the way the players are responding, um, while not necessarily uh, linking up in the best way, because there's still major, major, major issues um, in that attacking third. However, I want to say, you know, props to (laughs) Ola Kamara. uh, Yes. Having a beautiful just kind of just that cheeky little roller uh, past the foot of the keeper into the opposite corner, Um, you know, and, and also just a very nice on the fly reaction with Flores to chip it over the top uh, and, and to get that ball in position for Kamara. Um, I, that is, that is a flash of a DC United that could, can be in the future. Uh, ideally like before, you know, the end of the summer, you know, we can be (laughs) at that, at that level, but you know, the, to the degree that like the players aren't so much thinking about it. Uh, you know, I think there's a a term, you know, sort of like the, the automatics, like, you know, you talk about how like at a certain point, Barcelona became very automatic with their tiki taka approach. And, and you just had these passes that required no thought process at all. It was more just knowing that there was going to be a body in the space where the ball was headed. Um, And, and that is just that little sparkle of, of progress right there where Flores, you know, made a read, made a decision, got it over the top and, and Kamara made the run in. And, and that was a very beautiful play, (laughs) you know, to a degree, a great level of excitement for Kamara who goes up. Oh, his celebration. For that Ronaldo like leap. And then all of a sudden he's like, ha ha ha, you know, at former, (laughs) former crew, uh, uh, skipper. Um, that is, that is, uh, you know, good to see that. And then I've ragged on, on Kamara, but I was so happy to see that happen. Obviously followed up almost instantaneously by the, uh, second own goal. Um, but again, progress and that was a a incredibly positive um thing to take from an otherwise uh, kind of slow game yeah i'm just going to stretch this optimism right here because you know i like to um that's all has now scored in back-to-back mls games yeah i mean he's got in the last game of the last season and he's yes. got in his first game of this year that's back-to-back in my book Yes. Uh, So, you know what? Hey, if he keeps up that type of uh, productivity, um, so so if he steps up uh, against, yeah, yeah. I have to ask Naperville Flames. Is this is this where we go? Naperville Flames. Oh, I don't know. So, you guys out there, I think for for real Chicago uh, residents, I think that's a a a dunk. I think I think probably burns quite a bit. So, yeah. <laughs> oh dear! If, um, if if he comes out and and scores again for us, uh, you know, I I think I think I'll start eating eating my words about Kamara. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm going to give you give you a nice little lap on here. If Kamara comes out in a blaze of glory, I'm going to yeah. go with that one. 
blaze of glory yeah. fire um, absolutely so you guys out there if you're lit, watching now um give us your thoughts on the columbus game um we'll uh, read them out on live on the show and if you're listening to this after the fact um tweet me at dc night kingdom um it'd be great to hear what you thought about the columbus game um i don't know whether you dan um you tuned into the tried and true show after the game because that was heated to say the least tell me about it oh so i started watching it and i mean granted they were they went up to uh columbus to uh, go and see the game in person mm-hmm. minus uh michael black because uh, he wasn't there i can't remember the reason why but um john sammy and um Joshua all drove up there um, for a nice, nice road trip, and I think they might have had one, one or two beers, to say the <laughs> least. Um, because Sammy, bless her, she was very feisty in that. Um, she was very defending Lasada Ball to her utmost. Because uh, John and Joshua, they were saying that's three defeats on the bounce. Um, where where do we go from here? Do we continue the way we're playing or do we need to revert back to Benny Ball to try and grind out some wins? And Simon was like, no, we don't do that. We keep going forward with our current plan because if we go back, we're going backwards. We're not making progress. That's the, the take I got from it. Yeah. And that's something I would highly agree with because I think we need to keep moving forward with Lasada Ball because even though the, this is technically really our second 11 that we're playing at the moment, they need to be on, on board with the way we're playing. Yes. So why, why wouldn't we do, do that anyway? So and, we and don't want to be going back to Benny Bull. That's the thing. I think um, the players are taking to it um, yeah. as, as inefficient as our outfield players are in that attacking third. Um, there's real heart, real desire to get in there. And, mm. you know, maybe I'm just a, a Gressel stand at this point, but, you know, I've been reading comments <laughs> about the fact that like, you know, he's, he's no better than like a journeyman. Uh, he's, he, yeah. he benefited the most uh, from being in the Atlanta uh, uh, system um, with Martinez at, at the top. Um, yeah. I, I think that, horribly uh, downplays his skill as a player, his vision um, and, and really kind of like desire to uh, make some runs and, and be like a a full on winger who can kind of, you know, be, be a multi-threat player instead of just being the guy who, who takes it down uh, the touchline and, you know, just kind of chucks it into the box. Uh, He's a much more dynamic player than people give him credit for, you know, and and what is he? He's he's in his early thirties. So, you know, but uh, you know, he's still showing a lot of dynamism on the field. Um, and, and, and I think, you know, the players will come along, uh, as it goes, I think everyone's working incredibly hard. There's buy-in. So yeah, like you said, if it, if it goes backwards, then what, that, what does that tell the players? Yeah, that's it. It's, I'm, I'm very keen to see Lasada continue the way he's going at the moment. Um, Stu's just come in with a comment just saying, great to see Kamara score. Yeah, I mean, I think we're all shocked to see Kamara score and not be offside. Yeah. Um, hopefully Lasada ball plays to his strengths so we see it more often. Own goals aside, with a second string on the pitch, it was a good sign of things to come. I, I think you've you've pretty much hit the nail on the head um, with that one, Stu. It's... Um, we need to keep going forwards. Um, but Dan, 
tell me, who was um, your highlight of the of the game against the crew? I, you know, I, I, I sort of stated it, um, that, that little glimpse of what Lasada ball can be, mm-hmm. um, with that connection between Flores and Kamara, uh, in, in to a degree, like I, you know, that is the one thing that I kind of pulled from it, uh, is, is, you know, you, you take away the own goals, uh, that yeah. things, that game comes out as a pretty ho-hum, uh, one, one draw where yeah. you have the very early set piece goal. And then, uh, Kamara's finish in the 82nd, that is, um, to a degree, like old style DC United grinding out like a draw, uh, you know, um, but you know, God credit to the crew for just always plugging away. I, I think to their credit, um, Zarnas. Oh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> whenever Zardes is involved, the, the, the goal, whether he scores or doesn't score, it's always an accident somehow. Yeah. And, um, you know, and that was the thing is his presence um, kind of off the hip of uh, Briant um, really unsettled sights yeah and i think to a degree i think briant knew he was there uh god there was some really bad body language after that play um between sites and Briant, I, you know, I, th- I think more than anything like this defense needs to sit down together and they probably have, like, I'm not saying oh, yeah. they're not doing anything, but like, you know, I'm, I'm saying like throw any sort of like bad blood out or, and maybe I'm reading too far into, you know, whatever body language was having, cause that's a really frustrating situation to get put into, but yeah. um, you know, to, to kind of sit down and say, regardless, like, you know, he here, you know, we need to have like a better connection here and I, you know, it can only get better uh, yeah. from here. And to be fair, the defense that we've got right now is a makeshift defense. It really Let's is. Remember that. So yeah. in my eyes, my main 11 out of the roster that we've got right now in gold is always going to be bill. Yeah. He's the one who's going to be commanding that back three. But yep. my back three would be Heinzeich. Yep. Donovan Pines. Steve Bambam. Yep. Brian doesn't make it in there. No. So the bad blood, I'm not bothered about that. Let's just get get our main four players in the back yeah. fit and healthy. So we can keep those clean sheets yet again because that's that's what we missed last year. That's something that I've noticed that DC is being, I mean, this is under the Ben Olsen area, but that's something that we were known for is our rigid defence. Um, mm-hmm. And you look at the game against Toronto back in 2018 or 2019, uh, when we were down to 10 men. Yes. We drew nil-nil and somehow Bill Hamid saved like 30 shots on goal. <laughs> it was just ridiculous. Ridiculous how we managed was, to walk away with a point on that one. That was the famous Rooney red card game, man. That was oh, <laughs> honestly, think, yeah, that was just insane. The fact I, I still, I mean, that I think that Bill broke a record for the amount of shots saved and keeping a clean sheet. Yeah, it was just it was stunning that performance. Um, just to round off that game, um, 
So Ole Kamara scored his first goal um, of 2021. As we know, that was in the 82nd minute. Uh, Flores recorded his first assist um, for that Kamara goal, which as you've lovely, just lovely described there, it was uh, a lovely, lovely chip. I don't yeah. know why I'm using the word lovely about 17 times in one minute, but then you're going to get it. was very pretty. Like, it was I, very I don't lovely. Blame you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Perez, as I mentioned earlier, made his first start uh, for the club um, and he did last the full game. And Andy Nahar made his first start since uh, returning to uh, the black and red, which was fantastic to see, even though it was at centre back. Uh, there you go. Um, so that rounds off the Chicago, um, not the Chicago game. Jeez, I'm getting ahead of myself there. Um, rounds off the uh, crew game uh, with a newly announced badge, which we're going to talk about a bit later. Oh boy. Yes, oh, that was that's a fun thing to come out just before we go live. Um, so next up uh, in our stretch of three games at home at Audi Field, um, we have the Chicago Blaze or the Chicago Burn. We could it's a, they've merged with Dallas now in my right. head. Yeah. Yes. Um, <laughs> So I know there was one question that was posed to me in our support group chat. If you're not a member, come and join us at dcnightkingdom.com forward slash membership. Get that one in there whilst I'm saying it. Um, it was asked about our injury return list now from Brian. Uh, Brian, I'm sorry, I couldn't find anything out. It's very difficult to, to find any information about our injury returns. So you know as much as I do. Um but if I do find out, I will um, message you later if, you know, we see them anywhere. But it's not looking hopeful. I did check on MLSsoccer.com just to see what they said on there. And they don't even have the reasons for the players that we've got out injured. Yeah. And not all of them, which was strange. Um, but I did manage to find out who is on the Chicago Fire injury list. And uh, they currently have uh, Nick Slonina. Uh, who's out for health and safety protocols. I don't know whether that means he's got COVID. Uh, Stanislav Ivanov. Ivanov, uh, He's got a left knee injury. Kenneth Cronome, right knee injury. Uh, Ignacio Alaseda, left thigh. Uh, Carlos Taran, left thigh. Gabriel Slanina. So I'm guessing that's Slanina brothers, maybe. Uh, also health and safety protocols. So probably... COVID related I'm going to say on that um, just throwing something out there let's throw some yeah. rings in there yeah. um, Fabian Herbers is uh, questionable with a right knee injury and Miguel Navarro with a right ankle injury so they've got a few plays out just like we have um, and you're, you're talking about a, a team that is in a very similar situation. Uh, I believe they're on a five game winless streak. Um, yes. and, and off, mm -hmm. off the, you know, tail of, you know, a disappointing campaign last season. So, you know, this yeah. is, a, this is a team, um, very much, uh, in, you know, I would, to, to use sort of a video game term, this is kind of a mirror match, uh, <laughs> between <laughs> two teams that are, you know, sort of suffering, um, you know, very unfortunate situation with injury with yeah. players, um, and just overall fitness and performance. Um, but, you know, I, I think the edge that we have is I, I have faith in, in the system that Losada has set up. Um, I'm so glad you finished that because I was just going to say the, the, the edge that we've got is that you've got faith. I was like, what? Your faith is that strong. 
<laughs> I, I, and, and I, I hope it's rewarded at a certain point. Um, but I do want to say, I do want to say with the, with the upcoming matches um, and, and, you know, I said it on Twitter and I'm saying it right now, just so that yeah. everything is out there and I can't take anything back. Right. Um, I'm glad I'm sat down for this one. But I, I do think there is a non-zero chance that DC United comes away with six points after the weekend. Oh, don't. And <laughs> I think I'm going to have a heart attack here. Ladies and gentlemen, Dan just said we're going to get six points. And, and, and I think that, that um, you know, it, it's one thing, you know, I think, I think we get the edge over Chicago because of the system that we have. Yeah. Orlando might be a different situation. Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I, I don't know. It just depends on, on who we line up in that game. Um, yeah. But overall, I think just with what I saw, and I think now we, we are finally, we can get, an outfield player to score a goal. Um, I, I would, I would throw out um, a, a pretty confident score line uh, for wow. that one. Yeah. So one game, one forward scoring changes the whole scene, whole landscape for you then. <laughs> I hope. And, and really it's just, I, I am taking in, into consideration the teams that we're lining up against. Um, yeah. It, very few towards the bottom with, with DC United. Um, yeah. And, and so, you know, any, anyone else, I would probably be maintaining that pessimism, but I believe with the way things line up here, we can come away with some points. Yeah. So let's, let's run through the, their story so far this season, but before we do, we've just seen another comment come in on uh, YouTube, just there. Uh, again, Stu, thanks for, um, chipping in on the chat um he's just gone isn't Briant 52 already i mean it feels like he's been around forever uh would be good to see this transitional period to include some more youth progression and bed the system early now i would like to see the same but we need we need the youth fit yeah because uh, currently they're out injured at the moment so pines is out injured yao is injured paredes is out injured nyman is the only one who seems to be fit and he's the yeah. youngest out of the lot so yeah um but you're right yeah we need to see this transitional period that includes more youth that would be good um, but like I said we just need to get them back fit and healthy um, but back to Chicago's story so far so they've played the same, same amount of games as us they've played four games they've not won one yet so 1-0 drawn one lost three so they have a total of uno punto mm-hmm. um, and I, like I said before on this year, I like to look at the expected goals because I think that gives us a good indicator of how well they're playing. Um, their first results, which is by far and away their best one, I think, because they were playing New England Revolution, who I, I would say are probably one of the top contenders for Eastern Conference, I would yep. say. Um, their, expected, their expected goals against them was 2.3. So they look good against them. But on the flip side, they're... New England's uh, expect goals was two. So quite a good attacking game. I imagine that was quite entertaining to watch. For sure. Uh, the second game was against Atlanta, who traditionally are a tough team to come up against, but last year were awful because they didn't have Joseph Martinez, but they still beat Chicago Fire 3-1 um, to an expected goals as well of 1.9 to 1.3. So again, Chicago's still doing okay there. They, they're... They're scoring a goal. Um, but that's where it ends. Because in the third game, uh, they got beat by uh, the Metro Stars, um, 2-0. And expected goals was 1.3 to a grand total of Chicago Fires, 
0.3. Yeah. I, I did say 0.3. Just remember that one. Um, and then they played in their last game at home to uh, Philly Union. Um, they got beat 2-0 again. And their expected goals was 1.1 to 1.7. So this, they still played well in that game. Um, they should have scored a goal, but they didn't. So it looks like they're still attacking quite a bit. So we yeah. need to be wary of that. So our defence needs to be on point um, and not have any uh, own goals. That would be nice for once. Um, but I think they're, they're very weak at the back from what I've seen and what I've been able to read up on. So we do have quite a good chance because when you look at the way we've been playing, you look at how many attempts that we've been having goal in each game. We've been outperforming each team so far in the total amount of efforts on goal. And that's that's not me just exaggerating. We've literally every single game outshot the opponent, yeah. which is quite weird to say for a DC United podcast that we've been out shooting the opponents. It's the system. I don't, think I've, I, I don't think I've felt that in a, in at least ten years. Yeah, it's the system. You keep you keep the players up high. You you shut off you know those those build up opportunities. And you can have, you know, those uh, Mm. that significant advantage in the shots produced. So, you know, uh, I think, you know, and this is this is why I do feel optimistic is that at a certain point, things will click for for everyone. Um, uh, Briant, you know, he was he was interviewed at the game and I think uh, he he kind of feels it. Uh, He in in, I was reading a comment where, you know, someone said that he wasn't really speaking as someone who's trying to tell himself that, like, you know, uh, things are better than they are. I think he truly sees a um, a progression here. And as much as I think, you know, it's painful to, to sort of see the missed opportunities, a lot of the inefficiencies in attacking play, uh, there are things that are going to happen. Um, yeah. You know, whether, whether this builds up to a middling type of season, yeah. I think it's a lot better than how things could potentially go if, if, if we did not play as positively as we do. Yeah. I, is you're right. The the positivity is just I I still can't get over it. It's so nice. It's such a change, and I know there's uh, a podcast or well show that I'm coming again uh, interviewed for tomorrow, um, yeah, for the Orlando City UK show. Uh, one of those things is about the positivity and what and how has it changed. And it's just it's such a it's a warm and wonderful fuzzy feeling. Yeah. The fact that we're we're going out and we're when we're getting beat. We're giving it an effort. Yeah. And that's what we've not had for quite a while is the fact that, well, I don't want to say that we've not given an effort because that's harsh on the lads out there. They're just playing the system that they've been told to play. Um, but it's the it's the fact that we can see that attacking intent and the fact that, and in the last game, we only got beat by our own stupid mistakes of scoring two own goals. Yeah. So I like the fact that we're getting beat Oh, no, no, I don't, sorry. Uh, I don't like the fact that we're getting beat. I like the fact that we're giving it a go when we're getting beat. A little slip of the tongue. Uh, yeah. No, 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 no. Don't put words in my mouth. Don't put words in my mouth. 
words in my mouth. It hurts um, so good. It hurts. Oh, <laughs> getting getting beat three one. Um, oh, no, I, 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 yeah, I know what you're saying for yeah. sure. It's just, oh, honestly, it's it's so it's a refreshing change to to be able to come onto this podcast and do it, and then go, yeah, we got beat, but actually we gave it a go and we can see that the lads wanted to get something out of it rather yeah. than going, yeah, we got beat. We had one shot on goal and that was about it. And we got beat mm-hmm. one nil like that. that it just, just saying that out loud just makes me think of the New York city game from last season. I think it was or the season before where we just took 11 men behind the ball and that was it. And it yeah. was just like, why did we turn up? Yeah. So no, I I do remember. Hey, well, gosh, you could even say the same thing about um, that Toronto game uh, yeah. last year, where um, I think we had about two players show up, you know, mentally, and and it was um, it was a team that was yeah, more or less kind of checked out or or yeah. tired or something. But that was that was um, kind of an eye opener right there. Yeah, is and I think we need, we definitely needed the change last year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could tell that, and you you could tell it as soon as Chad Ashton came in. It just felt like the players had the weight lifted off their shoulders. Their shackles were were free, and you saw a, a great four four two system. I'm always a fan of the four four two. Yep, I'm I'm, str- I'm struggling to come to terms with the, with the three back formation. Stu, you'll know that I love my four four two, um, but I, I'm starting to be one over here with this three back formation. This three three four two one, I think. I think is how it's been played as. Yes, uh, but you know, it's it's very strange because um, they, they had. Uh, yeah, I, I want to say it was Moreno kind of, well, you had Moreno kind of laying back, but you had yeah. Flores playing a more higher, but well, so, and this is another thing is that, um, Losada kind of allow he he's not really letting or putting Flores in a box. He is letting mm. him um, sort of freely move, and I think that's where where Flores is going to get really comfortable. Yes. Is getting in the flow of the match, finding, you know, space to kind of like make a play, uh, be that like a real number 10, um, creative type of player. Uh, he is, um, yeah, you know, you want to, I think if he had a better crew around him, um, or, or, you know, just a more efficient mm-hmm. attack, I, I think you'd see some really wonderful things from yeah. him. And and I think yeah, it's it's uh, Losada just kind of he, he's trying to make it work the best he can, and and I think yeah. he understands the value that Flores brings. Um, so that's that's another reason why I feel really uh, uh, confident going mm-hmm. into Thursday's match is that mm-hmm. I, I think there we've only seen just a, a scratch of what this team can do, and and. Yeah give it some time and they could very much be a, a major force in the East. Yeah, definitely. I'm just thinking out loud here. So in my head, that Flores in that free roaming role. Yeah. Do we, to try not to confuse things with the Sards who's supposedly playing alongside him, who's to be honest, he's not really kicked this season off yet no. he's struggling 
a huge amount. And you can see, I mean, granted, he won as a couple of free kicks, which was nice, but I don't want to play around the pitch who's only contribution is winning a free kick. Yeah. Um, do we drop Assad? And when we've got players fit, do we bring on a second striker? So we go to a 3-4-1-2 rather than a 3-4-2-1. That's, uh, you know, 3-4-1-2. Um, because when you look at Eric, the reason why I'm saying it is you look at Eric Sorger yeah. and the type of player he is. He's someone who loves to press. Yes. He loves, he loves to, go, to go at the defenders, make their lives hell. And then when he gets the ball, he's got this great close control and he's able to play it to someone. And we saw in the first game against New York City where he played it to Moreno, who laid it off to Heinz Ike, who scored that absolute screamer. Yeah. Um, so do we have Sorga and Kamara or Roberta up top with Flores playing just behind them, getting those lovely assists, assists in there where Sorga can win the ball back off the defence player? And to me, that just sounds more magical. True. And, and oh man, yeah. So you bring up a good point with the fact that Sorga, um, he, you know, as a striker, <laughs> he's very box to box. You will see him uh, mm. covering a lot of ground. Yeah. Uh, you'll see him, you know, making those defensive efforts, uh, getting getting back, you know, sort of in that defensive third and helping to, to bolster against attacks. Um, you know, that's that's not bad. But, you know, there's there's a part of me that thinks, you know, if you get that extra player up top, um, that sort of leaves a hole in that midfield to, to sort of get exploited. And, mm. and to be honest, just with the fitness that we're sort of seeing um, that I think you want that body back in the midfield okay. um, rather than up top. Uh, that's just, yeah, I, you know, that's a, that's a really good point, but I think once the team gets f- more fit, mm. that is possibly something that would be more, um, I guess, I guess practical or first, you know, or I guess usable in that situation. Yeah. But I, yeah, I just don't see the way the team's in shape right now that working out. Fair. And that leads me nicely onto a question that's being posted to us. Um, do you think this injury list that we've got at the moment could be related to Lasada's increased demands on the players? Um, I mean, the more injury, no. That yeah. was just, that's just unfortunate. Yeah. Um, Zeich, still yet to be known how he got that punch in the face. Because <laughs> I don't know whether, do, as you, uh, you must have seen that he Insta was, post he put it out and it was just like, oh, that's a black eye. Yeah. Um, um, that looked, genuinely looked like he'd been punched. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know where that comes from or if that was a training thing. And maybe, maybe he's kind of playing up where he was putting up his dukes. Maybe he was kind of playing up the origin of that injury. But, um, no, I, I don't think that was necessarily a thing. Um, I, I, I don't think, uh, Lasada is allowing players to be put into that type of situation. I think he's playing, a, he's running a very tight ship where I think, I think if that was the case, Heinz Eich is, is on the waiver line. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, it's, uh, it, it could be a lot of different things. He could, you know, I think not only are you seeing an increase in fitness, but I think also an increase in intensity uh, and yeah. aggression. Yes, definitely. And how players need to uh, uh, attack 
you know, I guess, I guess, uh, you know, to, to get the ball back, you know, if they're playing that high press defense, that is not a defense you can really be flat footed on. Um, I think it it is overall just a lot of, and here's the thing, you know, I mean, you look at Ariola and that, uh, you know, shame with, with how his recent years have turned out. Um, his, his ACL injury was yep. just kind of a, a freak thing. It wasn't necessarily a fitness thing. That is yep. just one of those injuries that happen. You never see it coming. Um, yep. And it's just brutal. That can take, that takes, you know, uh, years off of yep. athletes. Um Sorry. And, and, and that's more or less uh, his, his injuries have sort of been, you know, re-aggravated and, and he's, he's, it's just been tough for him to sort of come back. I think a Jack Wilshire, um, oh, no. when he had that injury, uh, you know, <gasps> 10 or so I mean, years ago, you, whatever you, you that was. That, that injury. He's had about a million injuries in his he, career now. But it was, it was the original, I think, yeah. well, I, do, I forget who they're playing. I think if it was Southampton or something, um, he, that ankle injury he sustained, uh, that put him out for like 18 months or something like that, yeah. uh, was brutal. And he was never the same. after that um and and that just you know once you start getting those knocks and especially if it's a major one um that is tough to say you know if he does come back uh or when he does you know whether or not he's going to have that same work rate or or level of fitness that he had before you know that is so tough to tell yeah no definitely i mean i'm just thinking that as you were talking about uh, Jack Wilshire, the other injuries that we've had, mm-hmm. a lot of them came before Asada actually came. And you look at Bill Hamid, that was an injury uh, towards the end of the last season. Yeah. Steve Birnbaum, again, same thing, injury from prior to uh, uh, Lasada coming in. So I don't think the injuries are there from Lasada's new training regime. Um, there was something he came out and said in the post-match conference um, after the uh, crew game that he'd he'd seen some comments about our training regime. Um, But the guys only train for one hour a day in terms of actual physical training anyway. That's not a huge amount of time. And you can't think that they're putting the players under that much stress that they're going to begin picking up injuries left, right and center from an hour's worth of training. Which makes me, one hour of training a day, I think I could do that. (laughs) <laughs> the the Losada way. I mean, I wonder, if I'm getting paid for it, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sign um, me up. <laughs> that would oh, that would be a, a heck of a thing. Uh, yeah. If, if someone on if someone on the inside of DC United, because uh, I yeah. know you're this this is an affiliated show. So oh, if, yeah. if if someone on the inside, you know, can can <laughs> slip us, you know, and we don't necessarily have to reveal anything, but you know, if 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 we could see, you know, what that is like, and and you know, James, if you want to be a brave soul to like <laughs> take a week of that and, uh, and report, you know, how you feel at the end of that, I would be very interested. I'm gonna put this out there. I will happily do a trial. I will do a week of Lasada training and see what it's like. I'll, I'll, I'll go fully in, including the diet, because I know Griffin, you mentioned about the diet, yeah. um, which to be fair, I've actually started doing a little bit. I've started eating less meat. I've started eating more uh, beans. Um, I yeah. do make a, a mean five bean chili now. 
Mm. That's it. Oh, honestly, it's it's flipping good. Um, we started eating meat-free sausages, um, meat-free burgers. You name it. It's I'm starting to get converted into this new plant-based protein, and it, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I actually do feel a bit better as well. So I'm still not going to go away from beef, though gotta keep my beef oh, that's it's it's a staple especially i mean yeah. you're talking to a south dakota boy this uh, is uh yeah Be- that might beef, well be is, beef is life yes <laughs> <laughs> but no honestly i mean hernan if you see this on your stories i'll happily try out for for science a week of your training um just get me out to dc and i'll uh, i'll do it um so. excellent um, I mean, it's going coming up to uh, score prediction time yeah. uh, for the first game anyway, uh, which is the Chicago Fire game at Audi Field on Thursday evening. So that is, I think it's an eight. Oh, is it eight thirty kickoff? Uh, eight thirty-eight kickoff. So, if I remember rightly, I believe. Ooh, let me let me. Oh man, I. It is so. I am Central Time, so yes. I would see in okay. It's kickoff is seven p.m. Central, so that would be eight p.m. So eight oh eight then. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, because you know, it just it just can't be the time it's advertised, as you all know out there. Uh, so that's going to be uh, an entertaining Friday for me at work. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, no, I can't say MLSsoccer.com. It is a uh, one AM kickoff, not a funny one oh eight. I believe that when I see it. Yeah, because you know it's MLS. Um, but yeah, there you go. And then I forgot where I was going. Um, so yeah, score predictions uh, for that game. What do you reckon it's going to be? <sighs> this is where Dan's I, pe- optimism uh, is put to the test. Well, and and I am of so. You know, everyone's into uh, zodiacs at the moment. So, you know, as a Gemini, I'm kind of two two minds of a lot of things. Um, I, you know, I, I sort of have a scenario like if it ends up a tie, this will be the scoreline. If this, if it's a win, okay. it's a loss, whatever. But okay, I'm I'm gonna put that all aside and I'm gonna go with my initial gut feeling, and you're gonna yeah. blow your your um, noggin when you I'm hear for this. It. I'm ready for it. 2-0 DC United. <laughs> yeah. I, 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 am, I am locking that in. I am putting my faith into Losada ball. I am seeing, you know, that, that flash of brilliance uh, last weekend, I think can turn into more. I, and, and especially coming against a very wounded and underperforming. Uh, yeah. Chicago burn. Um <laughs> I, you know, uh, yeah, I, th- I think this is an entirely winnable game. And I think by wow. a pretty, no, barring own goals, I think, I think we come out of this unscathed. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm all for that. Um, I mean, you've kind of stole my thunder there. <laughs> so I was going to go for a two nil win as well. Oh, Wow. So, oh, I mean, I mean, you know what? Hey, you we, can, we can both go for the same result. We'll, we, you know, regardless, we'll stay within a point of each other. Yeah, exactly. So, I, I mean, I'm happy to go for the. Why do I go for two one? 
just to, just to make it interesting. <laughs> oh. oh, I mean, I'd love oh, to see us keep a clean shape, but I don't. Th- no, I'm going to go for two one. I'm locking okay. that one in. Two one okay. win. All right. So, I mean, I know we've got to briefly talk about uh, Orlando as well because um, for you guys out there. Uh, Daniel won't be coming back for the uh, preview game for Orlando, unfortunately. I have secured us a, a special guest in uh, MLS UK show co-host, Elliot Holman. Um, very, very excited to uh, have him on and to talk us through um, Orlando season and uh, what he thinks of uh, what's happening over there because they're not bottom anymore, which is... No which is a very, very weird thing to say. Um, but they've, Oscar Pereira has done some fantastic things with that team. I mean, they've got brought in Pato, who's got himself injured. Classic Pato. Um, <laughs> I don't know why they brought him in. I mean, I think he's got a five to six week injury in his first match. Yeah. That's uh, what a way to make your debut. I think he lasted 20 minutes. Something like that, yeah. That's um, yeah. Ah, talk about someone I was very, very high on about eight years ago. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I think they've been playing football manager. And I thought who, who, which former wind kids can we sign now? Yeah. Pato. <laughs> um, but they do have Nanny who is a fantastic player. They've mm-hmm. got Chris Mueller who's come up, come on leaps and bounds. Uh, Ruan on that right. Uh, right wing back um, they've got plenty of good players out there so it's going to be interesting to see how we are able to adapt uh, this is our first week of a double game week of the season so we've got not many players hmm. It's we've got two days in between the matches because uh, that game is on Sunday uh, if I remember rightly uh, yes. yes it is on Sunday and same uh, time <laughs> <laughs> rough Friday oh. rough rough Monday that is heartbreaking oh, why do I do this to myself why do we do it over here in the UK because it is growing over here I've I've seen there's uh, Samuel uh Oh, what's his name? Um, There's another chap who's just recently followed who's a long-time DC United fan who's uh, from over here. Um, Stu, Andy, um, among a few others. My mum has uh, introduced someone to the show and is now a DC United fan because of the Wayne Rooney link. So we're we're coming on strong here. Uh, Chris Hull as well, as you know. Chris, who's a bit of a DC legend uh, from his time over here. Um. So there's going to be plenty of tired heads on Friday morning and on Monday morning. Let's put it that way. Um, but it's a very brief chat about Orlando, but I've got to ask you for a prediction for uh, Sunday evening as well. I am shaky on this one. And, and yes, Nani is, is a uh, fantastic player. Yeah. Uh, so I'm a little more shaky because yes, uh, or Orlando is coming along and, and um, yeah, <sighs> I feel very shaky. Also got to remember, I'm just looking at the uh, fixture list for this week. They don't have a midweek game either. But they are, they are coming to DC. Uh, And to to that degree, I think, you know, depending on what happens uh, with the Chicago game, um, if we come out of that unscathed, 
yeah. uh, for the most part. Um, I think I think that could be a, a good confidence boost uh, for the Orlando match. Um, and and to, to a degree, I want to maintain just the way we've consistently punked uh, Orlando. Uh, yes, it's, it's, been a, it's been a highlight of the of the last few years. But but we are without Rooney. But yes, true. You know, I, so I, I still maintain my positivity. Lock me in at two one DC United. Oh, okay, fair, yeah. fair. I mean, I, I like that. Um, so all things considered, um, and the fact that we're going to come back off a two one win, um, yeah. Because uh, you know, I'm going to get my scoreline <laughs> on this one. Um, I'm I'm going to go for a one nil win. Okay, it's going to be a tight game. Uh, I can't. If we can keep Nanny quiet, mm-hmm. I think we'll be okay. Um, and I'm just going to throw this out there. It's going to be a wonder goal. A wonder goal from oh. Felipe. I'll give you. I'll give you a point. If that's the case. Oh, bonus point territory here. Oh, yeah. I like it. Oh, I mean, if, if <laughs> Felipe, Felipe owes me a goal. Yeah, he owes sure. me a goal. If, um, yeah, if, and, and this is to a degree a, a challenge I'm, I'm putting forth to Felipe. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Get that point for James. Because yeah. I'm leading. And so, you know, that, that could very I, I need well. The points put us put us on a level so um yeah if if he can do that and make me sweat a little bit I, i'd be happy to take that <laughs> like i said at the end of the season if i end up wearing that that spurs jersey um yeah. i think deep inside i'll be i'll be happy about it yeah um well, has bless him he's uh still going in on the, the chat so thank you Stu. um He's given us his score predictions for this weekend, uh, for this week, I should say. Um, he's he's not uh, as optimistic as we are. He's gone for a two-one loss against uh, the Chicago Burn, and then a one-one draw against uh, Walt Disney. Interesting. That's ooh. Okay. I'm, uh, I'm I'm disappointed in you, Stu. Um, I'm 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 really disappointed. Um, I don't blame Hopefully you. You're wrong. Yeah, but um, I, I don't. I don't blame it. No, no. Oh, I mean, when you look at the form at the moment, it's it's not obviously hugely positive when we've only had one win and three losses on the bounce. But when you look at the the teams that we've played, so New York City, we beat them, and they're generally a good side. We've played San Jose Earthquakes, who've well, San Diego, they're have been doing rather well. Um, Columbus, who were MLS Cup champions, and then I've already forgotten the other game. Who did we... Uh, it was the 3-1 defeat to. Uh, that was San Jose. No. Oh. oh the, okay. the, the bees. No, that was... Uh, oh, flipping neck. Why, why have I forgotten where this are already? We, where are we at right now? <laughs> oh, who did we get? Who was the second game against? The Revolution. That's it. Yeah, that was that was the one nil. And yeah. actually, and and that's funny. That because was the one nil. Yeah, we were we were you 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 know we had gotten blanked on that. And you were talking about how Losada had never been, you know, well, held, we not had held. a nil nil draw. He's never had okay. a nil nil draw. So, oh, is that the case? Okay. Yeah, he's never seen a goalless game. Oh, really? Yeah. 
Okay. So every single game he's been a part of as a as a head coach, there's always been goals. And he averages, I think it's three goals a game. Gotcha. So when he got hired, um, we started looking into Lasada as a head coach. And I looked, I genuinely looked through every single game he's managed and I didn't see a nil-nil draw. And I think he'd had nine games uh, where there was only one goal. So now he's had 10. Yeah. We're going to get entertained this season. I think and, so, yes. And so far, it's been entertaining. Granted, we've been on the hiding to three of those defeats. They've not been boring. No. So I'm I'm here for the entertainment. I'm here for the goals. I'm here for the wins, obviously. But I understand that we're in this transitional period. It's going to take time. We've got all these injuries, so we've got our main eleven yet to come back to uh, full fitness. So I'm 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 here for Lasada Ball. That's better that way. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Um, Let's uh, wrap the show up. Um, actually, no, let's not wrap the show up because we've got a couple of things extra to talk about. We? I, I'm getting ahead of myself. Um, so in the AOB section, any other business, um, great news for DC fans out there for you guys. Um, we've got full attendance at every single DC stadium from June 11th, which means Audi Field can rock on June 19th against Inter Miami. And I expect it to be a full house and I would love to see it be a full house right from kickoff. Not from 20 minutes in when everyone's decided to go, oh, there's a DC game, I'm going to go. I want to see it bouncing right from kickoff. Absolutely. Honestly, I genuinely believe the fact that there's it's been what, over a year, that's where you, so it's March, end of March, twenty twenty. Yep. To what? So that's June. So that's what's fifteen months since we've been able to have a full seated stadium. I expect there's going to be a lot of pent up demand for tickets, mm-hmm. and I expect there's going to be pent up atmosphere breaking out. Um, yeah. So. I seriously cannot wait to see that first game against Inter Miami and see everyone bring the noise because you know what? They the lads out there on that pitch, they deserve that. Yeah. After what they've had to go through. I mean, everyone's had to go through hardship and troubles throughout this last 12, 18 months. But those guys out on the pitch, they've had managerial changes, they've had isolation, they've had to go down to a bubble. They've had to deal with some some tough tough times. They've had to spend time away from their families for yeah. extended periods of time uh, down in Orlando. So let's bring the noise. Let's bring some passion, um, and let's let's get behind the lads on uh, June nineteenth. Um, I don't know whether you want to add anything to that, Daniel. You said it beautifully. Uh, <laughs> the, the real the real thing we need to talk about, though, oh, yeah. is the next line item. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah, I have nothing to add on, on that. I totally echo what you just said. But, um, man... Oh, the next oh, bit. It's, so, as, it's as if the comedy gods, you know, sort of timed oh, it to work perfectly with us coming on with this uh, yes. live show. This is fantastic news so if you're watching live um you might want to 
hit up Twitter whilst you've got us on in the background and just search for, and uh, just look at Columbus Crew's Twitter feed um, because, yeah, um, out with the old, in with the new. And if you're watching or listening to this after the fact that we've gone live and you've somehow managed to live under a rock and not see the crew, crew, Columbus crew, Columbus crew SC, whatever they're getting called these days, their new logo. Um, just look at it and look at the memes after the, after it, because they've been, there's, there's been some entertaining ones. Let's put it that way. Um, so which bit do we talk about first? Do we talk about the shape? Do we talk about the soul patch? Do we talk about the fact that they've just destroyed their brand? Which bit do we hit first? Oh, well, one thing is, is, is just confusing because mm. they're, they're still maintaining the Columbus in yes. the logo. Uh, yeah. the C is just a C, yeah. uh, and then they're, they're still keeping the SC, uh, part of it. Yes. Uh, and, and so, you know, it's just, they're going as the crew. And so then that just reminds me that there's Kevin James's the crew. Then there's the video game, the crew and the crew too. So like, yeah. they're going to be some very confused people, when they start Googling the crew uh, and, 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 you know, and, and like I said, maybe they, they have a strategy set up where they can get up in there, but you know, it's just, it's yeah. baffling um, to they be so mediocre. They, they didn't need a rebrand. Yeah. That's all that logo that, that they had. I quite liked it. Yeah. It, it was very, to me, that was quite European. Yes. It was this great. new one is incredibly American, which isn't a bad thing. <laughs> but it's not good. Say, it's not a good American. It's an awful American I, logo. You, I would almost prefer them to go back to the hard hat bros. Yeah, absolutely. Go that back was to your roots. Yeah. <laughs> not this funny C with a soul patch. Yes. That makes I, no design sense whatsoever. No, it's it absolutely pointless to say oh there's a gap down there we should fill it yeah what can we put in there just a triangle let's just let's just, let's just whack a shape in there yeah uh, yeah absolutely horrific um dc front office do not do us over yeah because if you do no, it, yeah i mean we've had we've had our rebrand and to be fair they done well with it. They they stayed true to what it's always been. Um, yeah. it, it, you know, I've always been. You know, it's the top heavy eagle is a little weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, it it flows quite nicely. It really does, and it, it grows on you. Um, yeah. Just just the way it looks, it, it's it's you know really dynamic. Just the way the the wings get out of there, and uh, the way the, just, all the little the parts of yeah, and it just stars and all that, yeah, yeah. It it really does work very very well, and but here's <laughs> a question for you, yeah. Which is worst, the crew, Montreal? Or Chicago burn. Which rebrand is the worst? 
Montreal, it, there's a certain interesting something to it. Um, yeah. in, in terms of a design sense, and actually I will give the, the Canadian teams uh, some credit on this, is that like uh, all of them, you know, from Vancouver to Montreal to Toronto, do some really tasteful things with like their kits uh, from, from season to season. Yeah. Um, so I give them them a pass in terms of just like, hey, be weird. Do your thing. That's fine. Yeah. Um, Chicago Fire. Um, it makes me. It makes me think of Magic the Gathering. Like it's a very. That's what that logo elicits in me. And okay. If you ever look at. If you ever look at the Magic the Gathering logo, it like sticks out. And and. Uh, okay. I get a certain sense from that, and that was where my mind went. The crew is just so. They, they, they're, it's the old crew with just extra steps. Yeah. To me, it's, it's lazy. Yeah. It's incredibly, there's no, there's no flair to it. No. It's just gone, right, what can we do? Ohio State flag shape. Mm-hmm. We'll put, we'll make it yellow and black. We'll whack the word Columbus at the top. We'll whack a big C in there. So bad. And, and they've gone, done. Yeah. And then someone's gone, give Mr. Spot. Oh, <laughs> put a shape in there. Now we're done. Let's go to lunch. And they've done and it in the, the morning. And that's it. And the and and clearly, you know, the the social media team have put their phones on silent because <laughs> the not just silent. Do not disturb. Yeah. Uh or or completely off because the yeah. ratio on this thing uh is is um staggering just within the couple of hours since this whole uh rebrand was was officially unveiled um (laughs) staggering yeah and and you pulled out some very choice uh memes from that i will i will share those um on twitter later on um she's to agree there's definite uh, magic the gathering vibe to it yeah yeah. So you, you've you've got you've got a fan on that one. Let's Good. put it that way. Thank you, Stu, for backing me on that one. <laughs> um, yeah. So, anything else you want to add to that uh, abomination? The, you know, the the people will do the rest. Um, we're we're just here to spread the message and and let everyone know about it. it it's it's a show in there. Yeah, I think I've seen a couple of um, already saved the crew Mark twos. Out there. <laughs> Such a shame. Who would have thought that the crew would need saving yet again? <laughs> Let's just take a moment of silence for um, the death of Columbus crew. Um, and we're back. That's it. Yeah, yeah. yeah there we go. Um, word so, out. You word out. Uh, <laughs> right. Let's uh, let's actually wrap it up now. Um, yeah. We've uh, we've. Uh, Mocked, mocked that logo and uh, we've talked about uh, that game against uh, that team who need mocking we've gone through the Columbus uh, the Chicago game we've you've got you've locked two in zero. your predictions yep. 2-0 and a 2-1 yep. I've locked mine in as a 2-1 and a 1-0 um, Stu's locked his in as a 2-1 loss don't know why he's done that an idiot. and a 1-1 draw 
forever pessimist. I'm Stu. I'm disappointed in you. Um, out there, you guys, if you are watching after the fact, which you probably will be or listening after the fact now, um, if you want to send in your score predictions to me, um, between me at DC United Kingdom or feel free to drop me a message on Instagram or on Facebook and we'll get those locked in for a bit of fun. Um, but uh, Daniel, once again, where can the good folk out there find you? Yeah, find me at S Dakota Soccer. Um, you know, mainly just sort of covering the the gamut of football, you know, wherever and, uh, you know, a little more irreverent um, you know, uh, I like to get my one liners out there, but yeah, no, um, uh, you know, my main thing is soccer made simple and I'm, I'm always kind of making content to help, you know, explain the game, you know, for, for people who are just sort of getting into it, having a, a way to get into it. So, you know, I have a link in my, uh, bio for that and then a newsletter and all that. So yeah, go ahead and, and sign up for that and get, get your, get anyone who's on the fence signed up and, and would love to share that so yeah thanks for having me on again that's not a problem it's always great to have you on it's nice to have a bit of consistency for once in a while for Um, sure if you guys out there um if you've been watching on twitch or you've uh, tuned in on twitter please do let me know um if you want to see this more um i will probably keep doing it it doesn't matter what but it'll be good to know what you think about that um if you aren't following on Twitter, it's at DC United Kingdom on Facebook and Instagram. Just search DC United Kingdom FC. Twitch at DC United Kingdom as well now. So go and uh, subscribe to the Twitch channel if you wish to do that. Um, there's merchandise. They're in the show notes. Um, but if you haven't got access to them, it's uh, bit.ly forward slash DC UK merchandise. Um, it's a new store on there with with new new apparel there's mugs on there as well there's even brand new pint glass oh i know i'm gonna get on that um i've just recently ordered myself um a flag so what you'll see hopefully next month on the show because it takes a little while for it to come here behind me you'll see the dc uk flag i cannot wait for that to arrive um but yeah um Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Um, And until next time, vamos United. Vamos United.